0: Hey Alexa, what crap did John Hicks say this week on the radio? I'm sure I don't want to hear it, but I'm interested to find out. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to the Retirement Solution with John
1: Hicks. Thanks for joining us this week here with John Hicks. I'm Jennifer Perry. And if you have any questions you'd like us to tackle here on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can always go online with us at retirementsolutionradio.com. That's retirement solution radio.com. And we've been talking over the last few episodes, John, about uh, the detox that you were on. And somehow you wrote me into this. Woo. I'm not feeling good today, John. Can I be honest with you? I'm three days <laughs> in. No sugar.
0: This is the worst day. A
1: tiny bit th- of caffeine. The third, yeah. the third day is the worst day. Okay. It's if when your body it-
0: says, forget detox. I want to retox <laughs> right now as quickly as I can. Someone give me 10 packs of cigarettes and an entire case of beer or wine or whatever you've got. I don't care. I don't I'll even drink rubbing smoke, alcohol. but bring it on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink rubbing alcohol right now. Give me something. Is that vanilla extract? Is that the real stuff? I'll drink it. <laughs> I'll take it. I oh, know. No, but but see, there's sometimes there is that pain in order to have that long-term gain. And so- Jennifer, I'm going to share with you something that was shared to me this past week. All right. Sometimes life throws us, you know, those things and it's a little painful. Don't run away from the pain. Embrace it. Embrace Just the pain. Just know that you're going through this and you're going to endure it. And here's the reason why. Because as soon as you turn this corner, it's a better life. It's a better world. So embrace uh, the pain. Don't run from it.
1: Okay. I'm going to try to <laughs> right, embrace right, it, right it today. Right now you're like, I'm going to
0: retox as soon as I'm off the stand <laughs> show.
1: I'm just apologizing for being a little cranky today. That's really all it is. But uh, I'm going to embrace the pain get through it. Day three. I hope embrace day four it. is better. Gosh, because I might have to give it up tomorrow, but we'll day, see. Day, f-
0: day four was better for me. Day three was by far the worst day. You okay. know, low caffeine, if almost no caffeine. Here I am. I'm going in almost 17 days oh, straight. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm yeah. Impre- okay. If you can yeah. do it, I can do it. So I'm going to embrace the pain right here embrace with it. you. But, uh, you know, we started this whole campaign this year, John, to help people make retirement great again, but that yes. does take some hard work along the way. I think it's uh, kind of points to all the things that we discuss here on the show and a lot of times people are not sure how to get started but actually we have a couple of really easy ways for them to do that this weekend you're actually starting your courses at the U of L Shelby campus I mean you've yes. got a lot going on January February too and you were telling me people are apparently serious because we've already had a lot of people sign up.
0: Yeah, we're really close to full. Um, and we actually opened up more dates than we've done before. Historically, Jennifer, we've always done, and you know this, we've always done two night courses. Mm-hmm. So you come in for about two and a half hours. And if you're really serious and you really want to learn, you'll stay for almost three hours. Uh, because I will stay and teach while people are listening, as long as they're listening. Mm-hmm. But just because I did not want time to be an issue, we actually made them one night courses where I'm condensing the information so that that doesn't keep people away. I really want people to get this information. Guys, this may be the year. This may be the turning point to where if you make really wise decisions, number one, you can beat up on Uncle Sam by keeping more of your tax money in your pocket, and you can protect yourself from a market downturn, and you can potentially beat the snot out of the long-term performance of the market if you learn to do these things. Yeah. You don't have to have an advisor to do this stuff, guys, Yeah, but you got to know where you are first. That way, you know what to work on. Knowing is half the battle. I think that was, uh, I think that was G.I. Joe. Was it GI Joe? I thought, uh, something for my use. Oh, <laughs> well, you're coming up with all kinds of
1: sayings today. Embrace the pain, and uh,
0: now this one. But to- today is going to, in no way, have anything to do with cliches <laughs> at all, or, uh, or no. sayings in any way.
1: Okay. <laughs> but hey, we want to help you get started here on the new year on making your retirement great again, and this doesn't have to be a painful process. Unlike my detox, it can be really kind of refreshing when you know how to do some of these things. Here's another reason why it might be a good time to learn more about how to evaluate our portfolios or tax situation, John, because right now I'm getting all those year end statements from my various uh, 401ks, investment accounts, that kind of thing. And I am doing what probably 90% of our listeners do. You open it up, you say, hey, that looks nice. Yeah, Yeah, not bad. Much better than last year. So awesome. And then I put it away and I'm like, I'll I'll get to that later. (laughs) uh, But I think uh, right now, a lot of the experts out there are kind of warning us against some of this complacency. Jeremy Siegel, who is a finance professor at the Wharton School of Business, they wear ascots there, don't they? They do. I feel they like they do. do. Wharton, but uh, he tells Orange. <laughs> he tells Barons he's a little worried about how investors are looking at this market.
0: I think the market is certainly not, in my opinion, going to do as well as it did in 2019. Actually, one of the dangers is that people could be throwing risk to the wind, and this thing could be a runaway. Uh, we sometimes call that a melt up. A melt up. What is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a melt up, you know, I don't know who came up with this nonsense, probably someone at a Hardee's commercial, <laughs> uh, but, but a melt up that what they're talking about is you know, basically things have just kind of gone through the roof, regardless of what we're hearing in the news. You know, you know, the guys that we had missiles launched at the U S embassy right? in Iraq, yeah. you know, you know, that Iran there for a couple minutes was acting a little weird. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then we have this whole impeachment thing going on. And for whatever reason, the markets just completely shrugged it off. The thing that it is it shrugged it off with no new information, Jennifer. Hmm. Nothing new. It's all the same old information. So the interesting thing is, is that when we're looking at this and what Siegel is is saying, and by the way, you you may know Jeremy Siegel. He helped found Wisdom Tree Funds. Huge outfit. They do a good job. But the thing about it is, is that what happens if we're only saying, yeah, I'm going to throw caution in the wind. Why? Because last year I made 23%. I want to make another 23%. I'm going to let this sucker ride. Let it ride, baby. And that's why the market's essentially been going up. People mm. looked at those year-end statements and they saw, wow, that killed it. Where do I want to put new money? Let's put it in stuff that's been, let's double down, Bill. Mm-hmm. Let's double down on that horse with three legs. It <laughs> made it this far. Let's let her run. And the problem is, is that that's probably the exact wrong idea. Now, does it mean the market's going to go down? no. What it does mean, however, is that where are you allocating your money? Did you rebalance at the end of last year? If you just did that, you're probably ahead of about 85% of the people out there. But the real question is, how are you prepared for whatever happens next? Up, down, left, right, whatever it is, how are you prepared? What Siegel is talking about, though, unfortunately happens to most people. Uh, They're looking at it saying, wow, let's just let this sucker run. And next thing you know, 2008 happens. And it's down 35, 40, 45, 50%. And guys, that's not fun. And we've forgotten though. We've forgotten how not fun it was. Talk about detox. That's a serious detox right there. Now, I don't know if I want anyone to embrace that pain. As a matter of fact, I want you to not embrace (laughs) that pain. I want you to not embrace that pain. But that simply means understanding where are the risk factors in your portfolio? Are you being rewarded for the risk you're taking? If you are, fabulous. But if you just got 25% last year, because almost everyone thinks they should have gotten 25% last year, and now you're throwing more money at the market, just be cautious. Mm -hmm. It rarely goes up that much uh, two or three years in a row.
1: Well, John, we always talk about kind of testing your pain point too on your portfolio. That's why that MDD is so important. And I know we have new listeners joining us all the time. So how do you get to that MDD with someone?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. So MDD stands for maximum drawdown. And what this is, it's a predetermined amount of pain that you are willing to experience to get a certain rate of return. But let's make it simple. Let's do it like this. Let's say that there's, there's door number one and door number one, here's what they say. Okay, Jennifer, if you put your money into this door, there's a good chance in the next 10 years, your money will double. You like that idea? I love that. Yeah, sure. Who doesn't? I love that too. And they said, but in the event it doesn't work out, you could end up with only half of what you started with.
1: Uh, I don't like that feeling. Right.
0: So in that example, the maximum drawdown was 50%. You could lose 50% of your starting amount. Mm. Right now let's look at door number two, door number two. They say, well, listen, it's not quite as good, but if you put your money in here over the next 10 years, you're going to basically get an 80% return on your money. Okay. Hey, that's not so bad, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But if everything goes wrong, the worst case scenario is you would only lose 5% of your original principal. So in this one, now, so which one would you choose? Door number one, where you can double your money, you get 100% return, but you could lose half, or door number two, where you can get 80%, but you could only maximum lose five.
1: I'll take door number two all day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so as we get closer to retirement, most people find themselves gravitating to door number two. It's because of the maximum drawdown. If you own a very quality group of Vanguard funds that are diversified, that their lipper peer group, and you look at them, chances are you have a maximum drawdown that's in excess of 33%, Mm. 33%. And that is uncomfortable. So the question is, regardless of Vanguard being a good fund company or not, you can control that this day and age. Why wouldn't you want to? Right. But if you don't know that number, those are the people that are often doomed to fail because it's all good when the market's up. When the market goes down, They're detoxing and they don't like it. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Drop us an email with yours at retirementsolutionradio.com